Today's episode is sponsored by one of my favorite rap labels, Front Row Regal. Started by my good friend Rock City Mark, legendary rapper Ito, and Jay Rios, they are the go-to for real hip-hop. Make sure to check out the whole team, including DJ Duop, Jay Black, Nice to Future, Boo Boo the Prince, Reno RX, and Uop Diggs. Follow Front Row Regal on all platforms and check out the new New York by Ito and DJ Duop out now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know when you guys are ready. Uh, we ready, ready. Perfect. We ready. We're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. I know you didn't want to do it because you're like, shit, he's going to get high on camera and that's going to hurt my career later in life. We're at Harvard. It's kind of like the final. Goodbye. Yeah, the final goodbye. Well, you're an actual Harvard student, but this is the final goodbye of the, the celebration of hip hop at Harvard. Facts. Who wants to explain the idea first? Um, go ahead, Ryan. Explain the idea. I'll pick it up after you know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it. I, I write for the Harvard Crimson, which is the newspaper here, and I kind of just started out by interviewing people. Like I interviewed you first, Sam. Yeah. And then like I interviewed like a few other people, like Davino, you know. And then I met Thousand, and then kind of that opened it up to the whole like universe of this scene that we're in now. And that's how we got Rum Streets here. That's how we did the last visit with all those artists that were here. That's how we're here today. Yeah. He doesn't feel the impact of it. Nah, he really don't. <laughs> he doesn't feel like it. <laughs> he don't feel how, like, you know how we say, like, the, the energy. He got the, he's he's a fucking legend wherever he go from this point on. You know what I'm saying? For real. go back to California or wherever he work at. You know what I'm saying? You just got to show him this shit. Show him who you know. Show him who you've been around and show him what you did. What you did was... You know what I'm saying? I can't really explain it because all of us here, I don't want to say all of us, but majority of all of us here didn't even go to college, you know? And meeting you, coming to this prestigious place and opening the door for us to make us feel welcomed, you know what I'm saying? When we're not even supposed to be here. Like, you know, like it means a lot to us and it means a lot to the community. Like, you don't understand how important you are, bro. Like, you're very important, bro. Like, you, Brandon, like, you guys been in my house, you know what I'm saying? And we've been brainstorming, and all we do is, like, try to talk to as many people possible to try to get these motherfuckers in this shit, you know what I'm saying? And we've been executing, you know what I mean? I think people don't realize how similar everyone is, whether it's, like... Just a nerdy, nerdy dude from fucking Fitchburg who's a stand-up comedian or a Harvard student or a photographer or an actual rapper, like someone like Stove God. It's like, oh, we're all similar. And that's what I think this did is bring people to be like, oh, shit, no matter what it is, you can fucking do it. Facts. Like, honestly, the last session, right, the first time I I asked, when I met Ryan, he interviewed me. I looked at him and I was like, yo, we got to do a hip-hop show in Harvard. And he was like, yo, this shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yo, bro. You know, um, fucking, I was like, we got to do a show in Harvard. He was like, there's a lot of politics, bro. But, you know, I, we'll see what we could do. So we, was, we just kept poking 
at like different people, different clubs, and then they were like, yo, at least interview somebody at the Harvard Crimson shit. So but before that, I told Rome at his show in Boston, yo, you want to get interviewed for the Harvard Crimson? He was like, in Harvard? I was like, nah. He looked at me like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. But then I called him back like, yo, we could do it in Harvard. And he pulled yeah. up and we did it. And that shit was magical. Starker, YL, the fucking Feed the Family dudes was there, fucking Hidden Character, Davino, Danielson, a whole bunch of other people. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that pulled up to that shit. Then the second round, we knocked out an album. <laughs> literally <laughs> we knocked out an album literally. in like 13 hours bro and then 10 minutes before this we just did a Stove God album listening party Facts. and we just talked to Stove God listen man I don't think none of you anybody out here could, got possession of that Stove God album you know what I'm saying like Stove God literally sent us the album we zoned out we tapped into it we smoked in this motherfucker too we smoked we got my man Mark Andre here too he was painting live in a motherfucking session you know what I'm saying just doing like for real what needs to be doing for the culture like you know this guy right now is crazy man he's a wild man since day one so like you know I'm not surprised about like you know everything that's happening right now it's an honor to be here for real about the not feeling it shit is it's like a level of respect that Rome would pull up or like anyone that you just listed would like pull up to this shit you guys just were fans just wanting to go to shows. Do you want to introduce yourself? I want to hear your guys' origin oh, story. Talk, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My he got mad. He got, dunk. he got his heart broken today. <laughs> my son got no game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I met Ryan on the, the middle school bus in like seventh grade. We used to like, share headphones on the bus every day, every morning, and, like, going back, too. And so, like, I don't know, we just, like, shared. We, we like, listen to music in the same way, I feel like. Which is? I don't know. We just got an ear for, like, weird shit. Like, weird. And then we just, like, follow the rabbit hole, really. And, like, that's how I met. You know, I was just, I met Davino at Hempfest. Like, he literally tried to sell me shrooms. Yeah, I want to hear that story. He told a story on his podcast. I want to hear that story from you guys. Yeah, so, like, I was just there, like, at Hempfest. This man, like, just FaceTimed me, like, like, an hour before it. And, like, I didn't even know what was going on that day. And then we just decided to go, so we pulled up. And then, yeah, I was just, like, looking around for food, walking with my friend. And Davino's like... Yo, I got shrooms, like, calling out, like, a fucking, uh, like, a newspaper kid, like, calling out, like, I got shrooms. He has, like, a, a hat, one of those hats with the shrooms. buttons on top. He's wearing, like, a green Boston fitted. He had, like, a Snoopy sweater on. Like, and, uh, yeah, I was, like, I just, like, stared at him. He, like, I just stared at him for, like, ten seconds. Like, and I was, like, yo, are you Davino? And then, like, as soon as I said that, he, uh, he gave me a free eighth of weed. And then... <laughs> Man, yeah, I spun the block on him like later, and uh, I told him my my friend Ryan like uh, writes for the Crimson, and he like he wrote for Uncle John before, and that was like really what got us in, like because he knew that like you know Davino records with Uncle John, that was cool. So yeah, man, like since then, just you know, that's how we met Thousand, like going to that show with Davino, the crib. And then since then, just been 
working. You like being behind the scenes. You're not even holding the yeah, microphone. Yeah, yeah, you don't want. We interview people for very different reasons. Yo, to the ladies that's watching this, man, look, this is my man Ryan. Look, <laughs> credit score is good. He's graduating from Harvard. You know what I'm saying? He's tapped in the game. We all his bros, you know what I'm saying? So, ladies, reach out to him. His IG is Ryan. <laughs> I like that you think I have female listeners. <laughs> you, you don't, right? <laughs> Look up the makeup of this room right now. That's a Griselda. All dudes and then two girlfriends. <laughs> Yeah, because they don't listen to the music we yeah. listen to. <laughs> no, no. You can't. That's why that Danny album's called Scaring the Hose. Because <laughs> you play some of this shit. Where's my brother was, Kip the Fog at, man? Where's Kip? Where's Kip? Kip is outside? Kip's outside. Yeah. Yo. But I we got, do it. I want to go back to the point that we all interview people for different reasons. Yeah. You are behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Why, why did you want to interview people in the first place? I don't know. Well, like when when I was younger, like in high school, I was a bass player, like an orchestral bass player. So I really wanted to be like an artist, like a musician. And then when I got in here, I was like, I should come here instead of doing that. Right. And I realized that I had like an outlet here to promote artists. You know what I mean? And like the fact that I had an email that said Harvard in it meant that people would respond to me like that's how I met you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so it was kind of like more of a personal thing, you know, like at first, like, oh, artists that I'm fans of, like, I can talk to them and like become their friend. Like, that's cool for me. But I realized like pretty quickly, like how big of a deal it was for a lot of people to be here in this space. And then when I met Thousand, it was like, let's turn it up. You know what I mean? Like, how, how many people can we bring in here like after that? Right. And like yeah. that, that's like how everything happened uh, since then. You know me, man. I like to do the most. <laughs> Why do you interview people? Um, because ever since I was a, I was a kid, right, a lot of my friends would come to my house and we'd listen to music, you know what I'm saying? And we would probably never see these rappers, so we'd be like, damn, like watch them on TV or on Smack DVDs and shit like that. You know, my interest is more of like finding out where, where would they go to get their music? Where would they go to, to like go to shows and shit like that. So that my whole thing is I wanted to meet the people that I listen to. So, because, you know, as a little kid, you watch MTV and all this shit in VH1. It's, it's all the videos about, like, bitches shaking their ass and boats and whips and, like, you think that's the life. Yeah. But, bro, this shit really, <laughs> really hard to be in this game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's really tough. It's not what it is on the videos. Like, you motherfuckers be packing the merch. Traveling from state to state, motherfuckers be broke sometimes. Sleeping in vans, vans and yeah. all that. So I kind of like, I wanted to see that part for myself, and I wanted to like appreciate the artists that I listen to a lot more. And like, like you, like you, we all been to countless shows. We've been backstage, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we hung out with these people out of backstage, you know what I'm saying? And they regular people, some of them. Does that make you enjoy? This is a question for all of you. Did getting to know the artist more make you enjoy the music or make you uh, feel a different type of way about it? Yeah, definitely. I feel like for some people, like being able to meet the artist and see them in action, like doing their thing, it's a necessary part of becoming a fan. Like 
honestly, that's how, like, Bodie Rock right here became one of my favorite artists. Like, I met him in the flesh. I'm like, oh, this dude really does this. He really oh, talks like that. Like, like. <laughs> oh, darn, nigga. My fans is my family. You right? Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah, so that's gang, man. Like, But, you know, back to this, like, I look at this shit like a portal. Because I be portal diving. When I tell you I be portal diving, I be with so many different people in a month. Like I be with rich, broke, famous, not famous, all types of people. But this right here, this Harvard shit is like a portal. You know what I mean? Because like sitting in my classroom, like they looked at me like, yeah, you ain't going to Harvard, nigga. You ain't going to Yale. Like, yeah. We only seen that shit like on TV. And you would think this shit was like some Harry Potter school. You know what I'm saying? So, so this portal opened up and we was able to do something that nobody has done for this community as far as like open the door for them in the Ivy League place. Like look at where we at. This shit been around since 16, whatever the fuck this shit is. You know what I mean? Like a lot of our people suffered. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of this art and everything that's hanging in this shit is stolen from like people in our like, you know what I mean? Like, our roots, our family and shit. So to be in this shit where we're not really allowed and really to come and walk through this shit with the people that I love means the world to me. You know what I'm saying? So this portal's going to close because the homies is graduating and nobody really give a fuck about us. That's the real thing. Like, fuck all this shit. We're going to run this shit up, but they don't really give a fuck about us if you really get technical with it. You know what I'm saying? So we are just making it happy for us. We do what we, we treat this shit like the block. Look what we doing. Yeah, like this is like how we this is how we chill in my home on the hallway, right? I do. Lo- we were all smoking outside, and people were stopping like it was a fucking yeah. exhibit. On a- oh, bro, I'm <laughs> you, this is like a portal. It's gonna yeah. close. Like this ain't gonna happen for like another hundred and fifty years or something. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't nobody gonna interview Rome streets and you know like stole none of these people. They don't care, but we do, and that's why we here. You know what I'm saying that's how I feel about it. So when this portal closed, we ripped out our own sheet of paper, wrote our names, and slid it in the textbooks. We in this motherfucker. For real, for real. We made real history, bro. This ain't no bullshit where you hit a $60, like $100 lottery ticket. Yeah, nigga. Like, nah, we really made history. We really in these newspapers. We really in the Crimson. My bro graduated from Harvard. You know what I'm saying? We're really turning this shit up. Does that hit? Do you feel that? I mean, definitely. Like, when... Like, Rome Streets, like, that that album that he released was something that I listen to every day. You know what I mean? A lot of these artists that are in here right now, like, I listen to every day. You know what I mean? And it was kind of the realization that I could help, you know what I mean? And that I could do something to make sure that, like, these people, like, move forward in what they're doing. And, like, when I realized that, I was like, I'm going to do whatever I can. You know what I mean? That's That's kind of what it was. Do you feel like a Harvard student? Like, does that hit to the way that it would, like, hearing someone else talk about it? I don't know. I I feel like I've already graduated in some ways because, like, I know what I want to do. You know what I mean? And, like, I I know that a lot of the people that are here don't care about this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, they they don't listen to it. Like, not that I expect them to do any of that stuff, right? But I feel like being here and, like, having access to the resources that I have, like, I may as well bring people through that actually deserve it. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. And actually care. Like, yeah, I doubt right. as many people, if asked about, like, if a family member was brought or whatever, would speak as passionately as you, Rome. Like, you know, like, you can tell you feel it from the heart, which 
is what this whole shit's about. Is it's all real? Like whether it be your artwork, Kip's artwork. Kip's still not here. <laughs> Up on the wall, all of it. It's like you can feel the emotion in it, and I think that's the what's uh, what the all of our connections are to it. Facts, like you know. The man sitting here on my right, Mark Andre, like, you know what I mean? My man came all the way from fucking Best Eye. He not even, he from all over the world, you know what I mean? He came over here listening to the Stove God album that, you know, nobody got. And we he just started creating. He cooked up in the motherfucking art fraternity. You know what I'm saying? This is like a members only kind of club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I take more pride in seeing my brother here pull up. You know what I'm saying? All my brothers here pull up. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm saying, like, doing legendary shit is what, what, Refuse me, like you know what I mean. Like this shit, legendary, bro. Everything we do is legendary. But you have to have the drive to do it. Like you exactly. could use the Harvard. You could have the Harvard email. How many students have the Harvard email and don't do shit? <laughs> don't help no one. Give me a Harvard email, nigga. <laughs> I'm going. They gonna you know what I mean? Aren't gonna space, help. Nigga. Don't help no <laughs> one. Don't. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very true. Like they don't. You know. cooked up an album. Yeah, I really did. Do you not want to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about All it. All right. Yeah, we can talk about it. Um, yeah, man, we cooked up 10 magnificent joints, I think. You know what I mean? Um, it was basically, it's hip-hop's 50th birthday, you know? And what better way to pay respect to hip-hop? We came to Harvard, we talked and thanked hip-hop, and then we fucking created an album. And, you know... My whole point is that it's like a Harvard-themed album. It's not like Harvard's going to drop the album. <laughs> but Harvard Records. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, a lot of these kids, you know, wear street clothes. You know what I'm saying? And they they don't know what it is to be in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, they think that maybe a $300 shirt gives you the, the power to walk around these areas. Like, that's not how I really roll. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all really think that wearing $300 shirts makes you street... I'm going to make you realize that 35 years of my life just grinding. I'm going to fake it like I graduated from this motherfucker. Like, you you, you can't tell me I ain't graduated. My, my man Ryan graduated. I'm graduating too, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, who, why, who's that walking across the stage right now? <laughs> That's me. You know what I mean? I'm, we going to be like Siamese twins in that cap and gown. <laughs> like two children stacked yeah, on top but, of each other. But nah, um... You know, like hip-hop's been around my whole life. Like I told people before, I had a homie named Rashid, you know, in 66, right? That was my school. My man Rashid, his step-pops was DJ Cool Hurt. You know what I'm saying? He was the, um, he was the, the founder, one of the founding fathers of hip-hop. You know what I mean? And my mother, she worked late and she gave me my house keys at like eight years old. She was like, yo, listen, I'm going to walk home, walk home with somebody that lives close to you. If it wasn't walking home with my homie Dre and his brothers, I would walk with my homie Rashid because he lived around the corner from me. So his, his step-pops, cool, used to walk me home, bro. Like, it don't get more hip-hop than that, bro. And look where the fuck I'm at. I'm in Harvard, nigga. We light that shit up, too, bro. Like, we out here. This the, is this the last one, too. So I don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? What was, what was all of y'all's most fulfilling moment? Not nah, and doing this, like, yeah, in school and hip-hop and, like, where have you felt the most fulfilled? 
How is that a pause, boy? You feel the most fulfilled. I didn't. That's. I didn't say. I didn't say you were filled up. I said fulfilled. That's a whole other word. <laughs> we're at Harvard. This grammar matters here. Who are you? Nah, but buck though, man. This is legendary, man. You gotta answer the question, guys. They're stone. I know that. <laughs> nah, but you know, um, the album I plan on dropping it in the summertime. You know, it's a timeless piece. I think I'm not gonna say it's a classic. You know what I mean? Because that's what everybody say about this shit. I think it's a real good album. I think it brought out the testosterone on a lot of dudes you know what I'm saying like yeah nah they watched each other cook up bro you didn't say pause to that <laughs> to what testosterone all these men testosterone like, yeah, yeah, we got 16 dudes in the studio recording bro <laughs> <laughs> they were fulfilled all 16 of them <laughs> not about me <laughs> When, when have you felt most fulfilled? Um, <laughs> that word's ruined for me now. I'm not going to lie. A lot, of the, a lot of the moments that I experience, I really don't have people to talk to them about, apart from my lady. You know, I don't really want to seem like I'm bragging or nothing like that because I do a lot of ill shit. And sometimes my reaction is like this because it's like, damn, what the fuck can I do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... If if I was to sit here and tell you, bro, I could probably spend like two weeks talking, like just of the shit that I've done in this journey. You know what I mean? Like I've seen all the, we've seen each other plenty of states, bro. It's just you know, I don't know. To me, when I feel the most accomplished is when I I've never felt accomplished because the people that I wanted to make it count don't really know I'm doing this. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm never really accomplished. I'm more sad than anything most of the time. So, Do you think that's what drives you? Yeah, you know, because time's ticking. You know what I'm saying? Time's ticking, and, you know, you got to make them shits count. It's like you're playing in that game, and you got to make the buckets and shit. You got to make as many buckets as you can, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put them points up. So, I don't know. I just feel like I want to leave something behind for the people that matter to me the most. Because when I'm not here, like, I ain't want to just, you know, leave this earth and... Just be a motherfucker that got drunk all the time. You know what I'm saying? And just argued all the time. Like, you know, life's bigger than that. Like, you got to really look at people and understand that people go through shit, not just you. You know what I'm saying? Because life is hard all across the board for everybody in here. You know what I'm saying? So we just try to make a better way for ourselves. Yeah. And the importance of time, realizing that time ticks away and you got to make the most of it. To be honest, bro, I got no concept of time. I don't work. <laughs> I just do what I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, like it's it's Monday to you, but it's Friday to me. You know yeah, what I'm no, for real. <laughs> I don't even know what day though. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, and then <laughs> my high thoughts. Then like you, then you just realize it's a construct, but it is like it's 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 more like doing a service, like you know, it's like doing a service, like. There's people in your community that nobody listen to. You know what I mean? Like, there's people in everybody's community that nobody listen to. And, you know, if you could uh, inspire niggas to step their shit up, then inspire motherfuckers to step their shit up. Just because we know each other don't mean I got to listen to your shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
Like you think you think people just started looking at my pictures cause cause I said I'm me? Nah, I had to be out there all day. Like every party you see me in, you know what I mean? Like that's how I did it. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. The people only see the good shit. Like mm-hmm. I still release episodes that get like thirty views on YouTube. You know? And then I get ones that get thousands, but that's not what it's about. It's about the consistency. If all you like it's not like you just take pictures of like the person who's gonna get you the most likes. Facts. Um To me it's mainly based off if you somebody that do something and you passionate about your shit, I'm gonna take your flick. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I hear people talking about other people when I get excited, like, yo, that person's pulling up, I'm gonna get their flick. But if you come up to me and tell me you need a flick of me and like you need me to take your flick, like I just look like you should have never asked me Because you know what I mean I just I gotta find out on my own You know what I mean You probably feel that too I think that's a more recent thing Like I think like Since I, I posted the, the Bigger names But I don't know I, I, I'm more like Of the mind that I want to help As many people as I can Because It's not It doesn't mean that much to me To like write an article But I know that it could make Someone's day Or month You know what I mean Like To just be published So Like when people reach out I try and like Respond at least You know what I mean But Definitely it's getting busier now Yeah for sure Yeah But that's This isn't even like What you want to do with it You want to be You want to be Can I say You want to be an entertainment lawyer Why I don't know I, I, I think like That's the place maybe Where I can help the most Like it's It's what I ultimately want to do Like I don't know Like the journalism stuff Was because like I felt like, like I said before, like I have an outlet that I can help people with and this is how I can meet everyone. But ultimately I want to get that degree, you know, and like go to more school and shit. So that's the plan after this. It's so crazy that like, I do want the opposite. Like you want structure and you can help out people, but that's how your brain works. Like that's how your mindset works. But that's why it's cool that we're all sitting down with each other because you don't even want to work in this business. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of it was that realization because, like, I don't know, like, Thousand does something different than I do, and I do something different than he does, and it's like if we combine, it's like the ultimate team. Like they can't stop us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is our third one that we've done here. Like we're in a different space than last time. It was like. It was like that, you know, and just like the realization that teamwork is better, you know, like you can't do everything alone. Or that we all do interviews and we're not beef. Like we want to help each other. Why would we beef? People do that. You know that people like. I don't know those people. Who beefs? People who think that there's so many pizza slices. You know what I mean? It's like you do the same thing as me. So fuck you. But it's like, why can't we help each other thrive? You hit up Moose, which the Mussolini episode will be out by the time this is out. But you literally hit him up. I, I've been trying to get him on for a minute. And you were like, hey, you want to do this interview for my boy? And we did it. And we knocked it out. Like, you didn't have to do that. No, that's a fact. But, you know, um, a lot of the times, like, throughout my journey in this shit, I found out that the more times I do this shit out of, my, out of the love of my heart, this shit hurt more than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of, like, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, it's a lot of personalities, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a personality myself, and I got to, like, restrict myself from being the person that 
I am outside of this to be able to document at my full potential in a professional way. You know what I'm saying? Or what I think is professional. Yeah. You know, but I just feel like every time you do it for the love, man, that shit hurt at the end. Motherfuckers don't appreciate that shit. You know what I'm saying? But for the people that do, I love y'all. You know what I mean? But, you know, just just guard, your, just guard yourself because none of these people, like, you ain't grow up with none of these people. Don't be in a rush to hang out with people you never met. You know what I'm saying? Don't be in a rush to hang out with people that you watched on the gram and now they cool with you. Niggas ain't cool with you, bro. They only cool with you because they could use you. And if they can't use you, you're useless. You feel me? But when you get hurt, it hurts more than when someone supports yeah, you. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, you think about over these three times how many people who have come to support and love, and that feels great. But one person hurt, like, one person talking shit can hurt more than 100 people saying, I love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But when it's more than just one person, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, nah, I do know yeah. what you mean. But, um, and that's the hard thing about scaling up is there's always going to be more people and like, I don't even look at it like scaling up. I look at it like whoever could come. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, but then I also learned that not everybody could come. It took me a while to realize that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't even know what that fucking means. But I, but I understand it sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I wish that every opportunity was available to all of us, but it ain't. You know what I'm saying? And just because we wear the same sneakers and hang out in the same place don't mean we worth the same. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm worth, I know my worth, dog. Yeah. I'm worth more than a lot of your favorite rappers. You feel me? The shit that I've done and the shit that I got, I got information that nobody ever heard. My shit is not on the internet. My shit is not anywhere. I'm sitting on gold. You feel me? Like, I'm a fucking museum, dog. For real. All your favorite rappers, I met them. <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I hang out with my playlist, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like shit really different. Like shit really different, bro. What's your footprint? Same size as my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a size twelve. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, nah. Fuck with you. Go ahead. Next question. <laughs> now, yeah, what's your footprint in, in the game? Not my a, footprint in the game? Yeah, like what's your footprint? At the end of the day, what do you want your footprint to be? And you guys better think about it while he's answering the question because I'm asking it to you guys. I can't do and finesse this whole shit, nigga. Like, my footprint in this shit is I finessed it. I did this shit with zero dollars. I did this shit with no backing. I did this shit with the help of my brothers, the help of the community, the help of, like, everybody that was able to give me a ride somewhere, anybody that was able to send me $20, 30 through Cash App when I needed it the most, when I needed to get a pack of film and I'm in a train station, like, yo, am I about to go... Rack this whole shit up And I'll keep the 20 And rack the whole shit up You know what I mean Like that's the type of time I'm on Till this day Still yeah. You know what I'm saying Like me and my lady Like I ain't gonna put on camera But we really went through This whole Fucking New England Motherfucking route Cleared his old shit up <laughs> You know what You're like Sonic the Hedgehog Yo. Yeah Collecting all the coins Bro yeah. Like I go through Extreme lamps bro Hey guys This episode is sponsored By Infuse Productions Anyone who likes good weed, good music, and good people needs to check out Infused Productions. 
and make sure to come to one of their upcoming shows, always featuring your favorite cannabis vendors and growers. Also, don't forget to come join the Grumpy Cup in Greenfield, Mass., July 8th and 9th for a comedy show, cannabis competition, barbecue competition, and exotic car show. Make sure to hit up Infuse Productions on IG, Facebook, or go to infuseproductions.com. That's I-N-F-U-Z-E-D productions.com. Or if you want to check out The Grumpy Cup, go to thegrumpycup.com. Let's get back into it. And, you know, when I step out of New York City, motherfuckers roll out the carpet for me in a great way. Like, I don't pay for anything. Like, people take me out to eat. And I thank y'all. People put clothes on my back. I thank y'all. People give me weed to smoke. I thank y'all. People give me hotels to sleep in. I thank y'all so much because, you know, growing up, I never I never wanted niggas to give me nothing. Like, nah, I'm good, bro. I ain't going. I ain't got no money. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like, I learned how to accept things from being all the way down at the bottom. Like, I literally was like, yo, bro, you want to go out? Nah, I ain't got no money, bro. Like, yo, I got you, bro. Like, all right, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just been my constant life now. Like, yeah. motherfuckers just want to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess they can see it. Because I'm not out here doing nothing malicious. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here just, for the people that's home watching and going to work at a nine to five, I give them like a daily newspaper. Like a daily newspaper. Motherfuckers, they need to check out. Already tapped in. I took pictures of the mayor throwing up the Bronx. I took pictures of Shaka Khan. I took pictures of Razor Ramon. I took pictures of... Who else? Like, I got pictures of Nine. I got pictures of Bub Styles, Body Rock. I got pictures of my, I got pictures of all my niggas in. You know what I'm saying? It's just bigger than all this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, think about it, bro. People pick up cameras and think they could do what you could do, but nah, they can't. Can never do what I do. Like, a nigga gotta be birthed six, seven times. Like, a motherfucker gotta be on a motherfucking like the Jetsons. Like, like that's. That's the next nigga. Like, that's the next thousand words. He's gonna come yeah. out when like the Jetsons come out. You know the like last life theory that like if you're doing it right, like you've lived the, your life so many times before that you're finally making the right decisions. Shit, where we from? We live multiple lifetimes. You know what I'm saying? Right or wrong, we live multiple lifetimes. Like, do you know? Like, I can't even say a lot of things, but do you like a lot of people? Like a lot of the kids in the school don't know what it is to like know if your friend got shot or you probably gonna get shot for walking the boulevard or something like that. Like, do you know about shit like that? Do you, about, do you Have you ever felt like, have you been around with niggas with so many guns? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, yeah. this shit's about to go down? Like, nah, I don't think people live in those kind of environments. Like, I grew up seeing people shoot up before I seen a motherfucker get a diploma. Right or wrong, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen a motherfucker... A motherfucker told me to stop, never smoke crack and don't sniff coke. You know what I'm saying? You got to sell that shit, nigga. Like, those were the rules that were, don't ever snitch. So as a little kid, like, I've never been, like, I'm not involved in none of that, but those are rules that, like, like, hip-hop shit is for real, bro. Like, when it's time to get punched in your face, niggas going to get punched in their face. That's the part of hip-hop people don't really respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got niggas that will rob niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. Yeah. But we nice, you know what I mean? Like, but we nice guys. Why do you think the red carpet gets rolled out when you leave New York? Because I'm handsome. <laughs> it's just about it. 
Niggas be like, oh shit. <laughs> I don't know. There's people just fuck with me. I take pictures of their favorite rappers and they love me, man. And I love them. You know what I mean? Because if I take a picture of your favorite rapper, then we got something to talk about. No, I feel that. But I'm talking about, I think it's a thing where you really, you don't get as much love at home until you get love out of home. Let me tell you something. I can't say people at home don't love me because people at home do Wait, talking to the mic. Oh. People at home do love me in a different way. Like, I got homies that, before I did all of this and started to do this, I had homies that was cooking in their crib, and they knew I ain't had no money, and they were like, yo, pull up, man. We got, we, you know, we got some apes, we got some chicken. We gonna season some chicken. And, you know what I mean? I ain't had money for a bottle. My niggas was getting bottles. We was drinking. I was drinking off the bottles, you know what I'm saying? But after a while, you know, niggas will, not to say that they don't love you, you just got to show them that what your, what your vision is. Like, they don't, they're not expected to understand. Yeah. You got to show them. Like, if I did it like, you guys looking at me now? Are you guys looking at me now? No, man, I don't give a fuck if nobody looking at. The the people that need to be looking are looking, you know what I'm saying? And those are the people that matter. What are your footprints? Man, I'm just a fan of this shit. Like, and I'm just like, and I come from L.A., so I I never like I had a completely different upbringing as the the people that I listened to, but for me like hip hop was always just a way to like gain perspective and like it's like just be transported like you know these artists are like storytellers so like you know I just get transported to like a new place wherever they're from that I'm listening to you know. But you don't so, want to be a part of it. I don't know, man. Like. I don't know. I guess like my full circle moment. I mean, you are a part of it. My full circle moment was like starting as a fan of this shit to having like points on a little album, you know, like and watching an album get recorded. So like that that was like really like I don't know that 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 was like that just let me know that I can like do something, you know, like I can be more engaged than just a music listener. Or like an enjoyer of hip hop, like I can do something, you know. So yeah. But you want to remain a fan. I mean, I'm not an artist, so like. <laughs> we all fans of the day, though. Yeah, we all. Yeah, fans. yeah. So. But you want to go? You want to go? What are you going to like? Meta? You're going to? Man, who knows? Like, I might have to quit my day job. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. Stack your money up. And when I'm telling you quit your job, you quit your job. You can just spend that chicken on Thal. You know what I mean? Thal going to double it up. You know what I mean? That's all you got to do. Focus on getting that money. Because let me tell you something, bro. You need money to do you this. You need money. You need money, bro. You need money. You need money. You need money. And I'm running out of favors. So I need money. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you want your footprint to be? I don't know yet. I mean, like like you said, I'm behind the scenes, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out. I think like maybe where I can fit in. Like I want to go to law school, like learn the shit that I can learn that will help what I'm doing right now. But I I don't know. I'm just open to like using what I have to like help everyone that I've met. You know what I mean along the journey. That's that's what I would say. Like it's never gonna stop. You know. When have you felt the most at peace? I won't say fulfilled. With your work? I don't know, like right now, like in these moments where like everyone's sitting around and I know a lot of these people that are around this table, you know what I mean? And it's like, there's been multiple concerts, multiple events that have led to this moment, you know what I mean? And it's just, 
that we're all together, you know what I mean, and in a place like this and somewhere where we can all appreciate it, you know, moments like that. You know, yeah. There's multiple. And you did that all while in school. On the Harvard table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's farther and it's far far enough in the podcast that all the people who go to Harvard are gonna stop. Yeah, no one's, <laughs> no one's not, watching this staying. anymore. Yeah, they're yeah. not staying on this. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's beautiful, man. Like for the most part, seeing your seeing, going to shows and seeing your favorite rappers and seeing upcoming rappers and doing what we all do, it 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 it, it come it all comes full circle. You know what I mean? Like seeing some succeed, seeing some still. And you still being able to be that portal for them, it's fire. You know what I mean? As a fan, what do you? I want to hear why you think an artist succeeds versus doesn't. I like when artists don't chase the same, like what everybody's chasing. Like you got to be yourself and let people know that you're yourself. You know what I'm saying let people know that you're you, no matter what you're doing. But if you're the person that just wants to tag along all the time and be in all the flicks and do all this shit when you're not really doing shit. I see through all that shit. Like, nah, dog. Like, you got to work, bro. Motherfuckers work. And a motherfucker that work can look at a motherfucker that work. You know what I'm saying? For what we do. Yeah. How about you guys? Yeah, I, th- I think it's like the, the output. Because like I was saying before, like, in high school, I was a like a serious musician. Like, I wanted to be like in orchestras, like as a bass player, like I was playing my instrument like six hours a day, you know what I mean? Like I took auditions to like get into college and shit. And so I feel like, I, I don't know, like I think that's why I connect with like this scene and these people because I, I know what it means to like just be in a room, you know, working on your sound or whatever, or like working on your music, like it's super lonely. And like, I think people that can come through that process with something great, like that they created, that's super amazing, you know what I mean? Like, that has to be commended, you know? Both of you, what was the best, not your favorite, but to you, what was the best interview you think you gave? Ever? Mm-hmm. Best interview I, have, I gave ever? Um, it was the interview with my mom. I, I was doing a cassette series like with cassettes and like running around New York and any other state I could with cassette tapes during the pandemic because I thought we were all going to die and I needed niggas' information, like everything about motherfuckers. So I collected that data. And my mom's going through like dementia and shit, so I kind of asked her all my trouble stuff and like stuff that I felt like well, what needed to be spoken about. So I had like a four-hour conversation with her. Four hours. Yeah, and, and, I had it, and I got it on tape, you know what I mean? And, and I fucking... Cried throughout that whole interview. You know what I mean? Have you ever listened back to it? I don't listen to none of my shits. You know? But yeah, that was one of the most important interviews I ever got to do. And one of the most important interviews that I want to do is I never met my pops a day in my life, right? So I want to cassette interview him for the first time ever and then just walk out that nigga life for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? You know? Like, a part of me feels like I'm probably not a good father because I haven't met that man yet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm out here running around doing this shit, trying to explain what I'm doing to people that don't understand. So I would just love to, like, close that chapter in my life. You know what I'm saying? But you care. So you can't say you're not. You care, which is more than a lot of motherfuckers. Care about what? Being a father. 
Yeah, I do. Definitely. Which is more than a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, honestly, man, like, I've been to the point in my life where I couldn't even get my daughter, like, clothes. Or, like, I literally, like, told my daughter to get on a bike in Toys R Us one time, and I told her to keep pedaling, and we walked out with a bike. You know what I'm saying? Like, when That was over seven years ago. Like, like, and I, you know, I ain't had money for a coat. <laughs> and I went to Target, put a coat on my daughter, zip it up, walk out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit I was on. And I'm on that type of time. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm not saying that for nobody to, to like, feel bad for me or nothing like that. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, this is how I really get. You know what I mean? Why do you want to interview your dad? Because I got to understand, like, why his life was hard. Like, you know, his parents died when he was born. Like, his mom died giving birth to him. You know what I'm saying? I think his pops died right after that. You know what I'm saying? So he been, he never had a childhood. He don't know how to love somebody. So why would I expect any kind of love from him? Like, I have to understand that. So I want to talk to him about that, you know? Yeah. And and not necessarily be his friend or nothing like that, but just close that shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, yeah. Not hide away from it. Yeah, just close yeah, it. I understand. Yeah, because, like, I got brothers and sisters and cousins on that shit from that side that never even, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't even know who the fuck I am, you know what I mean? yeah. But you've had family from this shit. Like, I never met them. No, I know. But I mean, doing what you do, you've built connections and built family. Yeah, facts. Facts. 100%. I feel I feel way closer to people I met doing this than I do, like, cousins and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, you know, money money make people act funny, though. Yeah, it do bring new family members. But you lose the main ones, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in a rush to chill with niggas I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's why I chill by myself with my lady or with niggas that I fuck with. How about you? What was the question? I, yeah, you pointed at him. I said, what was your, what did you think your best your interview best was? Interview. Oh, best interview? But, or you can let him answer for you. Oh, no, no. I mean, he, he got the interview for me. I think it was probably like my Aldovino interview. Like, he told the story a little bit, like he met him like on like on the street in the middle of Boston Common, and it took like a few weeks for me to text him and be like, okay, let's meet and shit. And but I I just met up with him like at a bar in Central Square for like three hours, and like I got to ask him like basically everything I wanted to ask him, and it it kind of was like the start of like, oh, there's a whole scene of people out here, you know what I mean? And like I had already interviewed Uncle John at that point, and it was like, oh shit, like. I need to do research and, like, meet all these people that are here. You know what I mean? Like, it was the beginning. And feel the love in Massachusetts. Oh, man, I exactly. love Massachusetts, man. Massachusetts is a beautiful place, man. This is, like, your this is your new home, Massachusetts. Yeah, I, could, I, could, I mean, I could say that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But I love Massachusetts. You spend hella time out here. Yeah, I be eating hella steak tips. Your class of 2023 at Harvard. Smoking hella block work. All that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I'm a block work champ. <laughs> yeah, I don't got money for eighty dollars zips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta find that shit in the woods. Yeah, facts. Nah, He's but um, yeah, nah. Massachusetts is like untapped. Like, un- not, I'm not gonna say it's untapped. I'm just gonna say I found them off. Motherf- I'm not gonna say I found. I can't say I found. I just gotta say I bumped into the motherfuckers that make me feel like I'm in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not to even say it like that. That make me feel like, damn, these niggas is from Boston. Yeah. Oh, these niggas is from Lynn. 
Like Lynn been my home for like three years right now, and Lynn is like Yonkers. You know what I'm saying? Like you could get yo, Lynn is dangerous, <laughs> like super dangerous. You know what I mean? But you know it's beautiful out there too, man. It reminds yeah. me of the, of the Bronx as well. But you got niggas like Feed the Family. You got niggas like St. Nack, Al Davino, Hidden Character. You know you got the the Mayos. You got my homie Low out here too. You know what I'm saying? Like. Bunch of people, man, like that, just putting on for the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they from Massachusetts. There ain't nothing corny about Massachusetts. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you put it all aside, like, nigga, we don't play for the Yankees. Yankees ain't paying you to punch a nigga from Boston. <laughs> and a nigga from Boston ain't getting paid to punch a nigga from New York. You know what I'm saying? So look at it like that. And if you bridge that gap, we could be way more powerful. You know what I'm saying? So, we got the L.A. homies. We got the L.A. homies, too. And I want to clear this up, too, man. In New York City, we never said on dogs ever in our life. On dogs. Bodie Rock, Rock came to New York and said on dogs. And, and everybody's like, wow, what's this guy saying? You know what I mean? Like, And it's just a craze. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear hella people saying on dogs only, I feel like. Because only, of Bodie Rock. Yeah. But in New York, we never say on dogs. Right or wrong? We never say it. We never try to say that we started that or we said it once or twice. We never have. We will say on my mother. Like, dead ass. Like, on my dad. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. we going to leave it at that. That's y'all thing. And we respect it. Shout out to Bodie Rock. <laughs> Give him one. Oh, dog, nigga, I couldn't buy. Hold up. And go stream his album produced by Michelangelo on dogs, man. Yeah. For real. Tap the fuck in. All right, this is the last thing, and then we'll wrap up. This is going to be out forever. This is something you can watch for, like, and remember this moment. These, right. these, this moment in life. It's like a journal, you know? What do you want, like, five, ten years from now? You're watching back at this. What do you want to tell that person? From right now in your point in life. Shit, I want to still be able to hit Kip the Fog up to paint some shit for me. <laughs> I know he about to be super rich. He's about to be out this world. So Kip, still paint stuff for me, man. Like, don't forget me, bro. And Mark andre too. Mark Andre's, yo, he got a show in fucking Chelsea, man. Like, in fucking Black Wall Street Gallery, man. My motherfucking brother had his fucking show headlining with his brother Brandon, right? Yo, Impeccable art, man. This motherfucker is fucking legendary. He stoned out his mind, though. I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. I'm still here, though. You know, but hey, <laughs> no, for real. But that's just a blessing. You feel me? Like, be part of this. Like, cause me, like, I grew up differently. Like, you know, I grew up. I grew up in Paris. You know what I'm saying? Man, grew up in the side of Paris that was like Fashion Week, Paris. You know, so grew up like really in the suburbs. There's a movie actually about my hood. A hood movie that's a classic movie about it. It's on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So What's it called? It's called My City of Crake. It's like My City is on the crack. And yeah, it's, it's a real movie. It's just show it was made in ninety seven. It's about like my old OG daddy, OG from my hood, like the real old head. So they really was active in the rap scene and shit, but like, you know, you'll see another side of it. Like so like me to be here today. People like you know from back home looking at it, and also people from the DMV because I grew up over there too. You know what I'm saying? So like people look at it like, damn, like yeah, you open up like doors for like a lot of people to like you know to step up, like make that move. And I feel that's what everybody does right now. Like you know they put on for where they at. 
You know what I'm saying? No matter what, like, it's not about, like, just the big city. It's just where they at. Like, it's where my heart is at. So I'm going to put on for my for my home team. You know what I'm saying? So That's yeah. beautiful. Yo, I want to, yo, Mach, I want you to shout your son out. Shout him out, let him know where you at. Yeah, let shout him. out to my son, Zayas. You know, I love him to death. Let him know where you at. So <laughs> I'm in Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> let him know where you at when he watches. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Harvard. Yeah, yeah. You already know. I got my brother Dre here, man. You already know, man. Let them know where you at, Dre. I'm in Harvard. <laughs> yeah, man. D, what up? Yo, me and my bro D used to play basketball in my crib. <laughs> Hey, we used to listen to Hall of the World, man. Running that shit back all day, man. Turtles, all that shit, man. These are like from jail to Harvard, man. My Salute. man just did like seven years. You know what I'm saying? Salute. You know what I mean, and look, your, your dad's in Harvard, chilling with some some real right people. You know what I'm saying? He real right too. So yeah, man. Salute, man. Salute to, to everybody that pulled up that was able to experience this shit, man. Do you guys have any final words that you want to tell yourselves? Yeah, just when I look back on this, I, w- I want to be able to, like, smile and just, like, laugh. Like, yeah, we did that. Like, <laughs> you know, like, this is really history. Yeah. I, Jasmine. Nobody, like, watches oh. it or anything. Like, <laughs> Jasmine Rose Lazo, man, I love you, man. That's my daughter, man. This is what I do it for. Maria Martinez, you know what I'm saying? That's my mom. You know what I mean? I love you. You know what I mean? Um, I know, you know, when you reflect on this, you know, your son did something with himself. You know what I mean? We out here. Hey, you should be proud. Yeah. We out here. How about you? Any final words before we wrap this up? No, I'm happy without this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you all for doing this, for inviting me to Harvard and letting me be a part of it. I do want to say thank you for interviewing me for that first time. Being in something like Harvard, like... None of my family was ever, like, proud of shit I did, but that's something that my grandma can tell her friends about and, like, someone that my mom can, like, be proud of that's not, like, oh, he got high and got <laughs> 50,000 views on a podcast. Like, So I appreciate that because it, it also brings it to... It makes it more real to a whole different uh, section of the world. Thank you, guys. Salute. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.